Today's episode is brought to you by J.J. Keller Ruthann, 888-601-2017. The trucker's secretary. That is so awesome that you coined that phrase. But it's so true. These people will take care of all your paperwork. There's no job too big, no job too small. Uh, From one truck to several trucks, if you're a big company, J.J. Keller can keep you organized, and it's they're worth their weight in gold. It's just like having a personal secretary instead of have the, having to hire a staff. Uh, call J.J. Keller at... 888-601-2017. All right. Ruthann, we are sitting in Louisville, Kentucky at the... Uh, well, actually, we're at the hotel right now before we head on into the last day of the truck show here, the big match truck show. Mm -hmm. And this is your first truck show. It is. It is my first one. So why don't you tell everybody, give us your first impression on, on, on what this truck show looked like from when you got there to walking around to everything. What, tell everybody, tell every trucker out there that's never been seriously a trucker that, cause you know, you know how many people I've talked to in the last couple weeks saying, yeah, I've never been to it. I've always wanted to. I talked to a guy the other day, Ruthann. He, he's been driving like 30 years, and he said, I've always wanted to get to it, but I never get the right timing. I, I, I just need to get there. I think if you are driving, period, no matter how long you've been doing it, you need to at least get one time coming to see it. There are so many gorgeous trucks and people that are there. It shows truckers in a different light because everybody's so pleasant. Everybody's so happy. They're all wanting to talk to you. It shows the side of drivers that that we, we see all the time, especially outside of them driving and stressing over a load. And there are some people that we've seen this weekend that they weren't going to be able to see the last day on Sunday because there was an event going on, like a parade and stuff, but they're not going to be able to see it because they have to get in their truck and get their brand new truck that that they got there at the show. They have to go and deliver because they're a team. So they're going to be shooting out. So they, they're missing that, but they're so happy that they got to see the rest of everything that goes on. We didn't even get to see all of it yet. That's why we're going to try and get back to it. Okay, exactly. So you were you talking about the veterans? Yeah, I just didn't want to go and... S- let that slide out yet well no i thought (laughs) honestly and truly that was one of the highlights of of my week was interviewing the veterans that were i mean and they were not just one trucking company they had like this whole indoor area where the veteran truck drivers uh got or received a brand new and it wasn't you know they weren't given the truck to keep they were given a company truck their own personal company truck Mm -hmm. wrapped in like marine attire or wrapped in a army setting or whatever it was and they were just absolutely gorgeous and like you said some of these guys they just got the truck and they got to get moving get out there and start making money but what a great great interview and some of those interviews will be up on talk cdl's page on in video form for people to see right also i like what you said about seeing truck drivers in a different light because Mm -hmm. you know in in a weekly basis when we're just all at work and we're dealing with drivers and you and I have been drivers and you know drivers and companies you know it's a different light because everybody's got that drive of making money all week and Mm -hmm. you know um, okay I gotta get my load I'm on time I gotta get home and blah 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 and the companies are like we need you to deliver and it's it's just going back and forth all week and then you come to this biggest it is like you said it's actually overwhelming when you walk up to the complex because I couldn't tell you how many miles. Actually, you you have like a your watch on there, and and just from us standing at like we stood at a million different stands, mm-hmm. we interviewed people, right, and we're there all day. We still almost did four miles of walking. We didn't even get to half of it, and we didn't even do half of nope. the show. We didn't even get to half in, of it in one day. We walked four miles, and it might not seem a lot because like when we go to the Disney parks, we walk seven miles, yeah. but we're constantly going. You right. know, like we're going between parks, we're on the move, but this, you know, you're standing, you're interviewing people for five, 10, 15 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got trucking companies, truck drivers hanging out with those guys. So we were on our feet all day long yep. and what a crazy time we've had so far. And those backpacks were not light. That's I just true. Need to say that. But I, I, what was really, really also nice is the fact that there are some drivers, you know, usually we, we get messages from them or they're ones that we might have interviewed. And this past weekend, we got to see um, John from Precision, him and his wife, Kim, from 104 Magazine. We also got to see Sean and Bonnie. That's true. So we got to, to, to see, you know, 
Bonnie and her sidekick. We got um, Sean Dirksen. He's a driver for Taylor mm-hmm. uh, Trucking, and he uh, travels with a, a one-eyed pit bull. She's so friendly and gorgeous. He said she's never been so excited to see somebody. She she jumped in my truck. She got out of out of um, uh, Sean's Peterbilt. And uh, hopped down, gave us a quick kiss, and she jumped in my pickup. <laughs> she just like, wanted to go home with us. She's like, okay, I'm out of here. See you, Sean. <laughs> He's it, like, this is like, you're, you're not going to be hard to, uh, you know, take her with you. And I'm like, no, go ahead. Keep going in, you know. Go ahead, puppy. <laughs> so so I'm giving a shout out to Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie the Pitbull. She's so sweet. And, of course, Sean, we love him. He's our <laughs> trucker brother. Yes. Um, and moving on, though, we, we had a great time, and we just wanted to convey in a few minutes what the truck show was like for Ruth Ann's first time visit. I've been to it several times, and it's just so overwhelming. Drivers, if you've never been to the Louisville truck show, and I still don't think, I don't think the tech that Dallas is going on this year, Ruth Ann, I haven't seen it uh, when you look it up, but I think they had canceled early on because of the COVID thing, uh, but they may still be having it. I don't know. I don't want to give out false information, so we have to check that out. But there are some truck shows that we know of coming up, mm-hmm. um, and we know for sure there's one in April in Brooksville, Pens- or Brooksville, Florida. They're starting right. a new one. We have no idea how that's going to go. But we have also a ver- a, a, quite a decent-sized truck show in Wildwood at the Chrome Shop. Yeah, the Chrome Shop is pretty nice. Um, not only do many drivers love the Chrome Shop to begin with, the 75 Chrome, it, it's got so much sparkles in it. You know, it just it glows when you walk inside of it. Absolutely. And Sean and the Pitbull is going to be at that. Uh, he, him and, you know, Taylor has plans on having Sean there oh, cool. with his big orange Peterbilt. So he'll be there representing Taylor. Mm-hmm. So if you guys haven't met Bonnie, the one-eyed Pitbull, and Sean over there at Taylor, they will be at the uh, Chrome Shop truck show in April. Not sure of the date yet. So Guys, check that out and try to be there. Ruth Ann and I were going to try to be there, being that we live within an hour of the place. Yeah, we're going to try to be there also. So moving on, Ruth Ann, we we we'll we'll talk about that truck show over the next couple of weeks. Little oh, mentions. We're, oh, we're going to constantly be talking about that at least for the next bit. Right. We don't want showing wanna, little pictures and. Yeah, we've got so much footage; it's insane. I couldn't stop taking pictures of tractors. I hear you, girl, and and you really did. I've done time lapses and anyway. So moving on, we've got a. Uh, a small show today. We've got. We want to talk about a nonprofit organization, and if you're a truck driver out there and you've been wounded or hurt over 75 miles away from where you work, you're going to want to hear about this, Ruth Ann. We also have a nice, or actually not a nice, but a scary subject today about when truck drivers truly snap. On the job. When they go postal. And we've got that along with a driver that did snap this past week. And we're going to be talking about that. The joke of the day, the word of the day, and let's get started. Okay, sounds great. Moving on. How about we mention a sponsor? Um, We're going to go ahead and mention driving-tests.org. Guaranteed to pass your CDL. If you're looking to get your CDL and you're going to a trucking school right now and you're paying five to $7,000 or even more or maybe less, I, th- I believe it's $50 for a month uh, for this program, driving-test.org. If you go there and sign up for this, you are guaranteed, or your, I think it's 50 bucks or your $50 back if you don't pass. They guarantee you will pass your CDL test, Ruthian. It's just a small amount to go with a big investment. I know this. I mean, they've got all kind of things that they give you with this, and they they uh, have a program set up. It's like a it's like the the speed reading thing that used to go on with the remember back in the day the Evelyn Wood speed reading. These are the people that will have you sign up for their program and make sure you pass your CDL test while you're in your school. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. Moving on, and we've got uh, a fund. It's a nonprofit organization we ran into at the truck at the truck show, and it's called. St. Christopher St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. Ruthann, what I, I, I actually what's funny is I never heard of the fund until we were at the show. Me either. I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm surprised because there's so many things we haven't heard of. There's there's just there's tons of opportunities out there for drivers, but I never knew of this one and it's one that we should know of. And in a in a few minutes, I'm going to play an interview that we did with Julie from 
St. Christopher's. And it's just a, maybe a two-minute interview where she kind of explains it. And we'll be doing that here in just a second. But, Ruth Ann, what I, what I got out of this fun that's going on, and these are for truck drivers. If you're hurt and it's over 75 miles away from your home, so it really targets more over-the-road drivers or regional drivers. Right. Well, even a local driver. Local drivers sometimes will drive 100, 200 miles one way and then come back. Mm-hmm. So if you're hurt and it's over 75 miles away from, was it your home or the terminal? I think it was your home. Um, these people will fund your doctor bills and help you. Ruth Ann, isn't that the way it works? Um, I, I believe that's how it works. It's only for a short period, she said. And I think it's, you know, for a couple months. They, I think they'll do it for three months. I was ta- We were talking to one of the drivers that's their ambassador with them. The driver works for a company, and he had gotten hurt. Yeah, I think it's, he had cancer. And he got he got taken care of that way. What happens is you fill out an application, and when you fill the application out, you turn it in. They have a doctor that is that had founded it, one of the founders of it. Mm-hmm. He goes through the application, goes through your medical records, sees exactly what's going on with you, and on the application you write down every company that you owe, your mortgage company, utilities, Correct. all of the all the all the people that you have to pay out to. And what they do is they make sure that those necessity bills, your mortgage, your utilities, the ones that keep you in your home and surviving, they make sure those bills are paid, too. And here's the best part about this program. It's free. It is totally free. It's not a monthly cost. It's not any kind of a one-time fee. It's actually F-R-E-E, free for truck drivers. How amazing. I mean, there was a driver there, Ruthann, that was telling us about he had hurt his back or something. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for these people, he said he would have lost his home. He would have been kicked out. Mm-hmm. And these people picked up his bills and ran with it. And what happened, you don't even have to worry about this. Just remember uh, the St. Christopher... Truckers Relief Fund, if you get hurt, you go on their their website and you fill out the application, they get it approved, and then they start, like Ruthann said, your necessity bills get paid for. And how valuable is that, Ruthann? I'll tell you who really should be signing up for this more than anybody. Well, I shouldn't say more than anybody, but it's probably going to, they're going to probably see more people from the flatbed industry. Because you know how many people get injured tarping and falling oh, yeah. off trucks. I mean, just little things like that. These are not not saying dry van guys don't get injured also. Ruthann's like <laughs> giving me the one eye right now. But it's true, Ruthann. Flatbedders do uh, get injured a lot more, I believe, than, than dry van drivers. Oh, I think that, you know, they have the chains. You have so many different pieces of equipment that is much heavier that you have to deal with. I mean, as a, as a dry van, what do you have? Your, your load locks? But as a flatbedder, you have your tarps, your chains, your, your tie-downs, you know, all those extra equipment that you're constantly lugging. So you're going to have shoulder issues. You're going to have tons of back issues. So unless you stay healthy, which is another orga- um, part of the organization is they have a, which is free, driver wellness. So they have programs that they offer drivers to continually keep them healthy, even if they are not hurt. So like they want to help you want to quit smoking. They're going to have someone work with you one-on-one to quit smoking. You want to stay healthy in shape. They have a nutrition specialist that will work with you that way too. So they have many other opportunities that drivers can do, not just if they are hurt. This is to keep them healthy and from hurting. That's great. Ruth and we're going to go ahead and play the interview with Julie. Sounds good. Awesome. Here we go. Um, St. Christopher's Truckers Relief Fund, and, and, and Julie, you just wanted to tell us a little bit about the fund and how it works. Real quick, briefly, go ahead. The floor is yours. Hey, thanks so much, and I appreciate you guys coming by our booth and giving us a little opportunity to talk. So my name is Julie Dillon. I am the wellness manager for St. Christopher Fund, and we help drivers that have incurred a medical problem due to an illness or an injury, and we will pay the necessity bills for them to get their back on the road. We are considered like a gap. You know, we can't pay everything, but if we can fill that gap for them for just a month or two to help them get over that hump and get back out on the road, that's what we want to do. 
And now, is there a cost to, to, for drivers for this program? No, this is completely free. We are strictly donation-driven, and we have sponsors that come alongside us and help promote our program and be able to offer this to drivers. We also have our preventative health programs as well, and we have diabetes prevention programs and Rigs Without SIGs, our smoking cessation program, and then we have a 12-week just general health program as well, and those are all free to drivers too. Julie, now do they have to register, or, is, or the, can they just get hurt and then make a phone call and say, hey, we need help? For financial assistance, you actually have an application that you fill out on our website, which is truckersfund.org, and if they want to be a part of our preventative health programs, they go to our website, truckersfund.org, and you'll see a health and wellness tab there. Click on that, look at the different health programs, decide which one works best for you, and then get registered, and we'll get you started. Okay, so totally free to the driver if they get hurt or injured. It's a great uh, nonprofit organization. If you're looking to uh, maybe donate to the program, uh, do you have an address that they can send to? There again, everything funnels through our website. We tried to make it you know, easy and accessible to everyone. Truckersfund.org. There's a donate button right on the front, and everything is tax deductible, and we appreciate it because it's drivers that actually are our major donors and are able to keep this program going for us. There you go, drivers. If you are injured or actually wives, everybody listening to the show out there, just go ahead and get online and register. Send a donation. It's a great program, St. Christopher's Truckers Relief Fund. That's St. Christopher Trucker Relief Fund. Check them out. Appreciate you, Julie. Hey, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Have a great time with the show. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Okay, Ruthann, that was Julie from St. Christopher's Trucker Relief Fund. And if you guys are ever injured 75 or more miles away from home, please, by all means, write this down. And you, you wives and husbands that are at home that are listening to the podcast, go ahead and write this down for, you know, and hopefully you never need to use it, Ruthann. Oh, yeah, of course we don't want anybody to have to use it. But if you ever get in a situation where you need to, it's there for you. There's, there's, there's always help for a driver somewhere out there. And make sure that that you are aware of them, write them down, keep them in your little notepad. If I ever get hurt, I want to make sure I contact them. And they are nonprofit, so they work on donations from anybody. So drivers or companies, you can donate to them and help help them out, spread a word, pay it fat forward type of thing. Awesome. So moving on, Ruthann. Okay. <laughs> Usually you go, moving on. <laughs> so that's why I waited. I'm like, moving on, Ruthann. I'm, I'm just looking at him like, I'm okay. Like, I'm like, Ruthann, normally you go, moving on. <laughs> it's like a team thing, you know? <laughs> All right. I'm slow. It's still in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it is true. We are doing a morning podcast today, and that's not Ruthann's best time of the We're day. We're so used to evening ones, so. <laughs> so. So guys and gals, if I ever die, and one of you marry Ruthann, n- know this ahead of time. She is not a morning person. I'm not. I'm just preparing anybody for my death. Okay. <laughs> All right, so moving on, Ruthann. She's still moving on. <laughs> um, let, let's go ahead and mention Carter Lumber, Ruthann. Carter Lumber is 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 a, a great company. These people have 160 plus locations east of the Mississippi, and all they're doing is looking for local. Local Class A, Class B drivers. So if you're a Class A or a Class B driver, uh, go to carterlumber.com forward slash Talk CDL. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. You, it's like five questions, I think, Ruthann, and they contact them. Get you. In fact, if you're a driver that's over the road and you're looking to be home all the time, go to carterlumber.com forward slash Talk CDL and get yourself a great local home everyday job. That That's definitely something that all drivers are interested at one point. So moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Well, she's getting better. Hey, I'm slowly getting there. All right. So, Ruthann, Today I want to talk about, seriously, when truckers snap. It's the truth. And when, when drivers go postal. You know, you can, you can say it any way you want it. When truckers attack, when truckers go postal. <laughs> when truckers attack. It kind of reminds me of, like, you know, like the videos that you used to watch where it's like the lion and the crocodile or the gazelle and, you know, the, the different animals that you'll have and you watch them. Truckers well, it's attack. True. That's when, what you make me think of. When those animals... The predators. Get provoked, they attack. Yeah, the predators attacking. But it's very true. When a lion gets provoked, he snaps. Mm -hmm. When a dog gets provoked, he bites. Now, look, 
I, I've got a lot to say about this, but uh, what I'd like to do is I got a brief uh, story here. What happened this past week? And you and I, we were at the truck show. Uh, or No, we we're, were on, on our, our way. We were on our way to the truck show on Wednesday when this happened. It, was, it happened up in the Chicago area. And I know many have heard about it. And I just want to kind of reiterate on what had happened here. Uh, a truck driver named Jeremy Spicer shot and killed his boss, Nikola Misovic, um, at Winner's Freight. So the name of the company was Winner's Freight. But Jeremy, I guess, had an argument about, it said here, reports say that he had just delivered a load and got into an argument over the second load and was about to be terminated from his job. That It says the investigation is still going on. Mm-hmm. But here's the, the crazy part about this. He walked in to Winner's Freight and he shot and killed his boss. But then he went to another trucking company called Force Logistics, and he shot a 31-year-old woman. Now, he shot her in the leg. And then he went to a third trucking company, and he wanted to kill or shoot somebody there, I guess. And the driver, or not the driver, but the, the uh, person that he was looking for was nowhere to be. He wasn't there. I think they were looking for, he was looking for the owner of the company. Is that what it said? I so, think it was the owner. So, but either way... It doesn't sound like he had good intentions nope. probably at the third company no. either. No. So apparently the guy went down the street, went into another business's bathroom. Yeah, he was running away from the scene, so he hid in the bathroom. Right, and after about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. the establishment asked him to, you know, it, it's... They got worried. They're like, why is this guy still in there after 20 minutes? And then they're probably hearing the sirens and stuff going around and start connecting some pieces. I mean, that's what I'm assuming there, but... They were, they, they I don't co- think that they were connecting pieces on who the guy was because they told him to leave. And what, what I'm getting at is how lucky or blessed were those people. Mm-hmm. To, oh, definitely. You know, you have a guy that just murdered somebody, shot another person, was looking to kill another person, allegedly, and he's now in your bathroom. How, how blessed are you or lucky, however you want to put it, you know, how fortunate are you that... You're now saying, hey, buddy, get out of here. We don't want you here. And he doesn't come out and kill you. Well, they, the employees at this company said, hey, you know, we're, we're trying to close up. Can you go ahead and get out our bathroom? And as soon as they left, he, they called the, the police and said, hey, this guy's been in our bathroom for a bit. That's exactly right, Ruthann. So anyway, so what I wanted to talk about today is, you know, what, you know, when you're hiring a driver and when you are a driver, um... There's a lot going on in the trucking industry. Mm-hmm. And, and so I made a few notes here. Um, you have to know coming into the trucking world, and this is really my message to drivers, especially you guys that are now coming into the industry, or maybe some of you guys that feel like you're being pushed and you're being provoked, and maybe you feel you're being treated unfairly at a trucking company right now. and Or maybe, you know, Ruthann, there's trucking companies out there that and I've heard about this lately, that charge an escrow for a company driver. That, that's, you know what I mean? That should not be. You know, if, if, you got, if you have a trucking, if you're going into a trucking company right now, this is my advice, and I've, a couple drivers have told me this lately. Um, there's trucking companies that are taking out 1000 2000 even more out of people's paychecks coming in the door as a company driver in case there's damage to the truck or you quit early or whatever the case is. If you run into, my advice would be, if you run into a trucking company and it's for company driver, not lease, and they want to take out money as an escrow, I wouldn't work there. I wouldn't. I mean, that's, that's no. Companies have insurance for that. And why would, I'm actually appalled. Well, that a company would want to want to take money from company drivers like that for for their own equipment. It's not their it's not the driver's equipment. Right. Well, and here's what some companies are notorious for that do that trying to when you quit, they either try to hold your money for 45 mm-hmm. to 90 days or yeah. they just never give it to you. Yeah, you, you don't need a company like that. That's not a that's not a good company to work for if you're going to have to put money out to be able to work for them. Here's something else to think about on, on your way into a company that's trying to take escrow out, okay? I mean, and the reason I'm bringing this type of a deal up is because this is something that could provoke a driver. Yeah. You know, you're already 
a company has already put you on the guard when you actually accept it. And see, what happens with a lot of drivers, Ruthann, um, they don't tell them that they're taking an escrow out on them. They'll fly them halfway across the country, and then the driver feels kind of trapped. Now he's got this place, he needs to start working, and then he's told in orientation, hey, we're going to be taking out $100 a week or $500 a week until such and such as has been taken out of your paycheck. This is for an escrow in case of damage or a case of this or a case of that. If you're a company driver, you should know this before you even get there. Mm-hmm. I would want to know. Ask these questions to the company. Is there an escrow? You know, as, you know, as a lease purchase driver, that's expected. Of course right, there right. should be an escrow on that. Okay, it's a little different. But as a company driver, it's not your truck. Right, exactly. It is different because as an, an owner-operator or a lease purchase, their escrow is to help you with expenses of that tractor that you are either buying, leasing, or something to that effect. It's not a company truck at that point. It's yours, and all they're doing is helping you with the maintenance or a a tire or something to that that needs to be done to it. So they're just a savings fund for that. But a company driver, it's not your tractor. There's nothing at all. If you bend the bumper by hitting something, the insurance that's on that tractor is what it's supposed to be covered for. Yeah, don't don't it, make no mistake about anything. There is absolutely no driver that should be paying for damage uh, over an accident. I mean, and and literally now, if you're a trucking company, you have a driver that destroys the inside of your truck, and you got to spend money on cleaning it because he was, you know, a pig, and 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 he had dogs in there, you know, urinating or whatever the case is. I understand your pain, but you're still. He's still in a company truck. You have right. no right, absolutely zero right, to take money out of anybody's earnings at all. Zero. Mm-hmm. Well, with the pet, I think what pet policies, they might have it. But So that's one of those things that you're expected. You are aware of it before you walk in the door. That is true. You're right. Pet policies normally have a deposit, and that's usually a non-refundable. Right, because so, they're cleaning out the tractor. So that's one that you're expected, but not for you just to be. No, that's not. And, and Troy's right. Ask the company when you're, you're, you're asking about the benefits, you're asking them about your pay, you're asking about everywhere else you go to, ask if they have the... Yeah, you just stopped. <laughs> Sorry. If they have those policies in place yeah, about if they're escrow. Gonna, if they're going to have an escrow taken out of you, yes. Yeah. I was going to say something else and I, I kind of like stopped. You, you had the it's deer that in the morning head- thing. <laughs> you had the deer in the headlights look. Okay, so moving on with this, Ruthann, as far as... Um, if you're new coming into the industry or you're depressed or you're feeling like you're being pressured, if you guys feel that the company is, is treating you wrong, honestly, it's time to go. Just, you know, find another job, get out of there before maybe you do something stupid. Because the worst thing, you know, like, for example, Jeremy, the guy that just, you know, went postal, like Ruthann put it, mm-hmm. you know, he went too far. Once you go too far... And you snap. There's no turning back. You're either going to prison, and you know ultimately he turned the gun on himself right. and shot himself. So you know I don't know what happened with the second load. I don't know what the argument was about. But there's but the bottom line is okay. Somewhere along the line, Jeremy felt like either he was being ripped off or he didn't want to do it. Something he was pressured into Ruthann, and um, Jeremy went off the deep end. Um, now listen, this is the truth. Uh, most trucking companies are in it to make money, and sometimes even the ones that do care might push you in a way you don't think that they care. So you guys got to, I'm just saying this to you drivers, you need to also have the attitude of, you know, being patient, and like I said, sometimes, you know, a trucking company might not seem to care, but they really do care. You just have to look at, you know, what their qualities are. You know, if you can, if you can literally look at someone and Ruth and you're good at that, you know, look at, at somebody like a trucking company and say, listen, 90% of this company is great. It's just this 10%. I don't like, if you can find a trucking company that's 70, 80% good, you found a great one. I'm going to tell you that right now because we're still dealing, humans are dealing with humans, interactions. And the one thing that if you're a truck driver coming into the industry, you got to know that there's so much that can go wrong that can hinder you from getting home. It can hinder your check. You could be held up by shippers, weather, your truck breaking down, whatever, things that the trucking company might not be in control of. Exactly. That you shouldn't be blaming them. So you got to realize that there's carrying companies that things go wrong 
and you might not think they care, but they do care, but they still have to run a business. Right. You're not going to be happy 100% at any company that you work for because it, it doesn't exist. You could be really happy there. You could be just love the people that you're with. So you could be a lot, but you're not ever going to be 100% happy because that doesn't exist in this world. So if you find something that you are truly, you do, you definitely enjoy, that's that's great because that's a company that does blend and work well with you. But as a truck driver, you, you don't. I don't want to say you have to have real thick skin because you don't have to have that. But you do have to have enough thickness in your skin to deal with the people that cannot cope. Well, that actually brings up my next little bullet I wrote here, Ruth. And I wrote, you have to be mentally prepared to get ripped off. Seriously, you have to be ready to have people crapping on you in this industry because this industry is full of cutthroat people. It's just, it is what it is. From uh, shippers to receivers to brokers. I mean, brokers have like the worst reputation. And then there's some carriers out there that truly don't care. And if you get with a carrier that doesn't care, you have to be mentally prepared when you go to a trucking company that when you get there, if these people are really crappy, that you're going to still have to have a patient attitude and just get out there and find the next good company instead of letting them push you to where it might be uh, too late for you to right. get out a lot. You don't want to get in that position. And it could also be the, the instead of just the company themselves, it could be the company that you're going to where you're dispatched at. It could be your your where your load is being dropped off or picked up at. So they could end up being the worst in the world to deal with. Right. But you have to still be a professional and cope with them and realize I only have to be here an hour, two hours, and then I can leave. All I have to do is wait for them to do this and I can get out of here and, and think of it in that positive way because you don't want to be stuck there and keep fermenting on why you're irritated with that lady behind the glass window. You don't want to do that. Yeah, and I've, I've been irritated many times by that lady at the receiver that's got the little hole in the window that won't even look at you when you're there for your appointment. I mean, just little things like that can stress a driver out. And I'm, I mean this sincerely. Sometimes just changing jobs, a new a new type of atmosphere can, can you know, make it all better. And I, I, I hate to see someone quit a job, but, and, and I will say this, you have to, you do have to have a, a thick type of skin in order to put up with everything because you don't want to go to a company and then in a month or two go, oh, these people suck, and then jump to another one and go, oh, these people suck. You will never find the company that cares because you'll be constantly job hopping and then the good ones won't hire you. Right, right. You're gonna, you're not going to show a good representation of yourself. Right. That's what I mean by being mentally prepared to be ripped off or treated bad or crapped on because you have to have a toughness and, and a patience in this industry or you're not going to make it. You just will not make it as a driver. You'll make it as a job hopper, okay, but you won't make it as a driver. And and what I mean by as a driver is somebody that really makes a career out of it. He stays or she stays at a trucking company for a long time, makes a great living, and knows going into it that they're dealing with, you know, ornery people, Ruthann. It's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. um, there are many companies that are going to treat you like a piece of meat, and they really don't care about you, Ruthann. It's the truth. This is why... This is why it's, it is. There's a there's a lot of carriers that are not caring, and this is why finding a carrier that cares about you is so important, Ruthann. I'm going to tell you, we did that interview, and it reminds me of the one saying that I've just recently uh, uh, been given and I use it a lot now if you're gonna trade weeks away from your family the ones that you love it's so important that you're gonna be with people that care about you true isn't it so true like you're weeks away from people that say I love you every day give me a hug daddy hey I miss you daddy those people that you're away from and then you go and you work for some company that treats you like a piece of meat i'm going to tell you the trade-off is it's not worth it i don't care if you're making three four thousand dollars a week the trade-off is not worth it because yeah. it's bringing you down you're hating the people you're hating the environment and then when you go home a lot of times you dump that onto that family that you care ruthann you do you do you transfer that that is just common humanity is when you get dumped on you're going to turn it and try and dump it on other people 
you have to be that person that makes that break because if not, it just keeps spreading and spreading. And that's where a lot of people get, you know, um, brought down because they're talking to people. I mean, how many times are you talking to a person and you, you, you know, we've discussed it many times between us that that person was just so negative. And the next thing you know, that little dark cloud, a part of it broke off and it's now following you because their negativity latched onto you. And now you're transferring it to, to the next person that you're talking to. And you have to be a person that doesn't allow that to stick to you in some form. You have to be a person that doesn't, take that negativity with them and pass it to the next. You know, I'm, I'm going to mention somebody, Ruth and Johnny Acid. <laughs> Her eyes are rolling. No, the reason I want to mention that is because Johnny recently started a job at a company here in Florida. Oh, well, we're in Kentucky right now, but down in Florida. And it, he told me something interesting. I thought it was really cool. He said, you should see how many people are like grumpy here. You know, and these are local home everyday drivers. You know, they hate their job, blah, blah, blah. And they've been there a long time. They're always bitching and moaning and complaining. And the dispatchers are always bitching and moaning and complaining. He said, but when I walk in, he said, I walk in there. Uh, maybe once or twice a week. He said, but when I do, I have a dozen donuts with me or a pizza. He said, I'm not kidding you. It, it gets you so much more as far as not just, you know, uh, extra time working, but it gets you such a great attitude. Everybody loves to see him coming, and I believe him. I really do. He, you know, he, he'll walk in the office after people, have, you know, uh, dispatchers have been dealing with ordinary drivers, ordinary drivers are dealing with dispatchers, and he'll walk in, and whoever's there, whether it be a driver or a dispatcher, and he'll say, hey, guys, pizza's on me. And he does this quite a bit, and, and they love him for it. And I'm not saying that you always have to bring gifts to make it better, but you know what, Ruthann? It's, it, even if you're not bringing a gift, a pleasant hello versus a, yeah, what's, what's so good about today? You know, you, you know what a difference you you, like you said, do you want to give someone the black cloud or do you want to give someone the sunshine? Because I'm telling you, the way you react to people also and, and the way they react to you is going to sometimes make your day great yeah. or sometimes make your day like you're, you, you, you ever go. To, you know me. I'll be like going a couple hours later. I'll be like, something's bothering me. I can't remember what it was. And then I'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that person did this. And that's I've been in a bad mood ever since. Mm-hmm. And you start retracing why you're even a crappy mood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, try to try to. Um, find, find the carrier. I have a say, something to say about that. What's so, let me okay. say this. Uh, try to find the carrier that truly does care about you. And you'll know, you will always know if the carrier does truly care about you, just the way they treat you. And that should also make you in a good mood. It should be a great relationship. What do you got to say? Um, Dexter, the serial killer. Yes. Used to bring donuts into the uh, police station. Yes. So, and, and he did murder a couple of them in there. The reason he did that is because he wanted to always keep the eye away from him. So he thought if he, he gave them the sweets, because, you know, in the episodes they say, Dexter was always such a great guy. He used to bring us donuts. Huh. This way you brought us donuts, Dexter? To, to get that serial killer eye away from you? See that? So with Johnny Acid, I ain't, I have no idea what he'd be doing, bringing pizza and, and, and donuts into his company. Yeah, and he, <laughs> you know, he did murder Sergeant Dokes, and um, what was the... Uh, uh, the lieutenant? Lieutenant. Lieutenant what? I can't even remember her last name. Hold on, I, I just had it. It doesn't matter. Maria was her first name. Yeah. LaGuardia. LaGuardia. That's right. Lieutenant LaGuardia. And so he did murder... Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no. I think his sister murdered Lieutenant LaGuardia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But she was going to murder him. They were going to. They're. They're at a standoff. <laughs> Sometimes we get sidetracked. Sorry. But listen. Bottom line: you don't have to bring donuts, but bring some sunshine. A and, smile. And di- a smile goes far. And dispatchers, this goes for you too. I mean, honestly, uh, everybody. I I understand. I used to, you know, drive, and every now and then you get a dispatcher. You get on the phone with him. You could tell maybe him and his wife were fighting before he got to work today, and he's a real jackass to even deal with. So you guys all need to put on your sunshine hats. And I'm just being honest with you. Or you know what? More of this crap is going to happen in the workplace. Sometimes your smile makes a makes a world of difference to someone else. Okay, moving on, Ruthann. As far as uh, carriers, I got a message for them. Sometimes you hire a driver that is not easy to get along with. Sometimes you get a driver that doesn't understand. Sometimes you get a driver that's on the edge of snapping. So how important is it to treat that driver 
all drivers right. Because you don't know. In all the vetting that we do to get a driver in the door, you don't know mm-hmm. um, what you're hiring. It, he, he could be the nicest guy in the world. There's been plenty of guys that have snapped, and, and everybody is saying, I never knew. The guy was always really nice. Right, right. I mean, anybody that has um, any form of a, I don't want to say a mental condition because, you know, it's just stress when it comes to certain things when they snap. But what I am saying is you never, ever know that person is at that point until it's at that point usually. If you look at drivers as a piece of meat and someone that's there to serve you, think again, trucking company. I'm going to tell you why. The driver that you're treating that way, he's not thinking that. He's thinking about his family, and he's thinking about what he gives up, and is it really worth being around you people? True. It's very true. He's not thinking that. He's thinking, I'm giving up weeks of my life for someone that doesn't give a crap about me. And you know what? He's right. If you don't care, it shows. Drivers that work for carriers that care about them are way more loyal to those companies, Ruthann. Oh, yeah, definitely. Not only are they loyal to you, they are also going to be telling other com- um, other drivers when those drivers are wanting to, they're, they're complaining about their company and saying, oh, man, I, just, I have to find somewhere else to go. I just can't deal with these people. They're so negative all the time. If your driver's happy, they're going to say, well, come on over to here. We're, they're great. They, they love us here. They treat us like we're still human. They, they, don't, they don't treat us like we're, we're just a person sitting in their steering, you know, behind their steering wheel transporting for them. We're not robotics with them. You know, what's funny is um, I was talking to um, Sean, and he said that uh, his company will, you know, dispatch him out. He lives out in Seattle. And he'll run all over the country for, you know, three, four weeks. And then when he gets home, his dispatcher just says, call me when you're ready. They don't even give him like a, okay, I'll talk to you in three days. You know, you get three, four days off. Mm -hmm. No, they say, call me when I'm ready. So if he takes a week off and then calls him, you know, they, that's how they operate. So what a, uh, that's the kind of company that cares. They care about the driver. Look, you've been you've just given us 3 4 weeks away from your family. Call us when you're ready to get back out there. As long as it's a responsible driver, he's not going to wait a month to call. He's going to call it at a yeah, decent he's time. He's going to want to still earn his income. Sean also said it as the owner will look at him and says, "Are you happy, Sean?" Exactly. Are you doing good? Yeah. So I mean, if the owner of the company takes 5 minutes out of his time to look at you and say, "Are you happy? How are you doing?" Now, now listen to this, guys. When a driver quits, okay? that a company that doesn't care about them, they're going to go on Google. They're going to go on all the review places, Glassdoor, Truckers Report, all those places, and they're going to leave you a really crappy, crappy review. And believe it or not, it's going to cost you drivers. Drivers do look at them. It, it, it's No, seriously, it's going to cost you guys drivers. If, if you have a reputation... Uh, you know, if you're dispatchers, and, and it starts at the top, Ruthann, with the CEO, okay? I'm talking to you right now, CEO, because you're the guy that can instill the rules at that company. You're the guy that can instill training your dispatchers to get along with drivers and not fighting and not treating them like a piece of crap. I'm just saying, this is to the bad companies, Ruthann, because right, there, right. there are some great companies like the one Sean works for. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about, you know, a huge difference in Let's Google the reviews on this company. Wow, what a great five-star. I could name five-star companies right now. If you Google these companies, they're all saying, man, the owner is awesome. This guy will do everything for you. And I could show you some companies right now. If you Google them, drivers would never go to them because the, re- the, the reviews on those companies are atrocious. And, it all, and they always come back to the dispatcher, the this, the that. The recruiters are liars. That that's so big, you know. You wanna you wanna bring a driver on, and you wanna be honest because if a driver, if your if your intake, if your recruiters are just trying to get drivers into that door, so they're gonna lie about different aspects of your company, whether it be about um, home time or their per diem or whatever it is. If you're gonna if you're gonna lie about little those little things, these these recruiters you're already getting a driver set up to not trust you as a company because the recruiters are part of the company. So you don't want to have that. You don't want to have the safety director be a little liar either. You don't want to have anybody in there misrepresenting you as a company 
because even that little one sets the driver up as like, okay, what else are, what else are they going to lie to me about? What else am I going to find out later after I'm here? You don't want to have any of that. You want to have them all friendly. You want to have them be truthful, even if it's something that's not the greatest. I mean, we've had people say, hey, listen, we're really great, but we do have this and we can't control that. But the rest of us work out really great. All right, Ruthanne, it's, tried, it's time to keep it real. Listen to this. Not all carriers are bad and still get a handful of drivers that they will never please and they will always screw up and still blame the carrier. True. It's very true. true. Not all drivers are bad but are looked at as just a driver and someone that should serve the company and never get home on time and never get paid right. It's true. Not all drivers are bad but still get crapped on. Okay. Um, There are good drivers and good companies, but in the end, every carrier needs to start caring because you never know who you are hiring, even with good vetting. That's true. You don't know. Um, and drivers need to start realizing that when they are screwing up, they are running out of good companies to work for. The only ones left for those drivers are the bad ones that don't care. Mm-hmm. Isn't, you see how that works, guys? Mm-hmm. So if you're a good driver and you care... Normally, you're going to end up with a company that does care. If you're a crappy-ass driver with a crappy-ass attitude and you keep job hopping because you don't take anybody's crap and you you have no tolerance to you, you end up with those carriers that are going to treat you like a piece of crap. That's the way it works. You're either a good driver working for a good company or a bad driver working for a bad company, or you're a good driver that got duked into a bad company. And if you are... Just politely say thank you and move on. Guys and gals, let me tell you something. I've been telling Ruth Ann this for life. There's never a time in your life, I don't care if you're 80 years old, there's never a time in your life where you can't start over. And if you've been screwed by companies and you're a trusting person and you go there and they're always lying to you, guess what? Then just keep moving on. But if you're a job hopper and you can't tolerate, you're never going to find the ones that are good because when they see your record, they're not going to want to hire you. So somewhere along the line, bad drivers need to turn good, good, and all drivers need to tolerate, and trucking companies that are bad need to start looking at drivers in a different light. And that's really all I have to say about this, Ruthann. I, I have one thing I'd like to mention. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Drivers are on the road constantly. They're not, you know, they get to be on their phone every now and then because they can't drive down the road with their phone up. So there's the communication that they have to where they can actually talk to people is not as big as you think. They're CB. They might interact a little bit. But when they're talking to the people with their company, that's who they talk to, if you think about it, the most. Because every couple of days they might have to talk to a dispatch or they might have to talk to someone in the office. That's who their communication is going to be. So if you're going to your driver has to call in and talk to you and you're negative back, you're going to keep passing that negativity back to that driver. Driver the same way. If you're a person that's going to be complaining and being nasty, they're not going to want to talk to you. They're going to want to avoid you. And and when they see you calling in, they're like, oh man, he's calling again or she's calling again. So they're not going to want to talk to you. Keep the open lines of communication and keep it nice. Keep it civil. Keep it pleasant so that your day is pleasant. Um, one last thing for me also, uh, Ruth Ann, you, you, you made me think about something here. Uh, one of the things that does make a truck driver get buggier and buggier and buggier is when you s- will not answer your phone. You hang up on somebody or you're avoiding his phone call and he's trying to call and he's needing something. And I know some drivers can be impatient, but I could tell you right now when someone's calling you for like three, four, five hours and he's been sitting at a shipper receiver needing direction... Okay, I can ass- I can assure you that's a driver that's his blood is starting to boil. So I would avoid avoiding, if that makes sense. No, it's true. You can't you can't do that. Okay, moving on, Ruth Ann. Today's episode is brought to you by National Carriers. Their phone number is eight 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 three one one seven zero seven six. If you're looking to lease a uh, one of these awesome uh, one to three year old big blue Kenworth T six eighties. Call them at 888-311-7076. We're also brought to you by 
LoadSmart, which owns Camion, and Camion has that new break-even calculator, Ruthann. And what mm-hmm. a time to have a break-even calculator yep. if you're a lease purchase driver. If you're a if you're a company that has 50, 100, 500 lease purchase drivers, go to Camion's break-even calculator. How much do they pay for that, Ruthann? It's free. It's free. It's a free download, and I can assure you it'll be worth its weight in gold for your drivers, for yourself. It interacts with all your software, and it'll tell you if you're profiting, if you're where you're messing up, and how you need to profit more. And it's at, what? what's the address of that, Ruthann? It is K-A-M-I-O-N. That's camion.io forward slash talkcdl. That's it. Camion.io forward slash Talk CDL, if you're paying over five bucks a gallon for diesel, you need the new break-even calculator. Trust me. Well, here's something that's really cool. Go ahead. It's free. It's free. All right, moving on. Ruthann? Moving on. Do you have... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Bring her to Kentucky and things just happen backwards. And I'm not calling people in Kentucky backwards. I'm just saying things are going backwards here with Ruthann. Um, Ruthann. Do you have the joke of the day? I do. Let's hear the joke of the day. What do you call a happy lassie? A happy lassie? Mm-hmm. Like a dog? Yeah. Well, a happy lassie? Yeah. I have no idea. A jolly collie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a jolly collie. It's, you know, it's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks since you actually laughed at your own joke. <laughs> and, you, and I see why you're laughing because she's got a picture of this collie with a big smile on its face <laughs> and its tongue hanging out. <laughs> So what's say what what do you call a happy lassie, and it's a jolly collie. That's, it's a jolly collie. It's actually funny. You yeah. got the word of the day. I do, I do. That's just going to take me a second to get this one down. Get that one up. Are you ready? I am ready for the word of the day. Scud. Scud, like a scud missile. Well, S C U D. Scud. When I always heard the word scud, see, this is where I learned something new. Because when I always heard the word scud, I thought of someone that went and and took that big old glob of. You talking about when you hacked back a hawker? Yeah, but a, I a loogie. But this is like with food and stuff, like you know, like right. scud. That's I always thought that was some that's some scud there, you know. All right. Never really thought that it was a formation of vapory clouds driven fast by the wind. A mass of wind-blown spray, a driving shower of rain or snow or uh, gust. So the action of moving fast in a straight line when driven by the wind. So when you're sitting there and all of a sudden you go whoosh and it's like misty and you're like, eh, that's good. That's good. Wow. Ruthann, Louisville, Kentucky, we are here. We are here and we're going to go and we're going to see the last day. At Matt's. All right. So, anyways, moving on. We're done. This is the podcast this week, people. Thank you so much for all the email and everything that we get every week, Ruthann, from all of our listeners. We appreciate every one of you trucking companies and truck drivers out there. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.